Hey. Hey, dude. How are you? How you been? Good. This is Podcasters Interviewing Podcasters, episode one. What's, what's the worst thing Wait. to ask a guest? Wait, this is Podcasters Interviewing Podcasters? No, that's not what it's called, but that's what it is right now. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> what's the worst thing to possibly ask a, a podcast guest in your experience? I think the mm. worst thing is to ask something really I've learned I've learned everything the hard way asking something really like intimate mm. or private without like buttering them up or lubing them up and then just mm. like getting into the meat without loosening them up first because mm. it, it never it never turns out how you want and just gets awkward I'm the king of making it awkward on my mm. I'm not I make notoriously <laughs> bad interviews yeah so maybe I don't know because I think everything I do results in a in, maybe in just bad don't ask responses. us that question mm. yeah maybe that probably <laughs> that. oh shit <laughs> Coming out hot. How about this one? What's the most awkward interview you've ever done in your life? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, it's got to be Bill Burr, right? The first one, The yeah. first one. Yeah, Bill Burr, I'm, he was like uh, an icon. He's someone I've looked up to comedically forever. Yeah. And um, speaking of asking the wrong question, I don't know. I was having like a – I don't know, dude. It was just was wrong. The whole thing was just a disaster, and he ruined my whole fucking year. Cause he just eviscerated me. But I go like, I go, How? you know, he did this thing where he went, he went on stage in like Philadelphia and, and everyone was heckling. And he was just like, fuck you. You got, you know, just tearing into him. And I was like, I love that. It was so cool. And he's like, he just turned on me, dude. What he happened? Like, dude? I haven't like, seen it. What happened? He's like, another one person coming. I thought you were cool. And now you're asking me about this shit. <laughs> it wasn't just that though. I, I, he just eviscerated me. But I, I, do, yeah. I do think also we were too sensitive to it at the time because mm -hmm. somewhat recently we watched some of it back again and we were like, he was, he was just giving us yeah. a hard time. But like That's it kind of his thing, right? Yeah. Like being addicted to people he is yeah. getting by. The truth is I have like anxiety problem. I have like generalized anxiety disorder and it used to be much worse, but now it comes and goes. And I was very nervous, obviously, to interview Bill Burr. And... Uh, I wasn't as seasoned as a whole. I don't know. I'm a, I'm a fucking neurotic dude. You know, I'm a mess, generally speaking. But anyway, I was really just having a bad time. And so I just took everything maybe. I don't know, dude. I see it. I'm, uh, it was awful. Bill Burr, awful. The set, we did another but, one with him, though, and it was good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There was a redemption. You guys had a redemption? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because yeah, your job's a little bit harder than mine because, like, you have to bring in celebrities on your show, which doesn't mean they're more interesting than, like, an average person on the street. And when you hit that dead end, like, it's up to you guys to float the interview yeah. further, like. That's pretty terrifying. It well, can yeah, be brutal. We, we call yeah. that dead air, and we just go dead air. You say it out loud. Yeah, Damn. I like to call it out. <laughs> do people get pissed? Like, do you think Chief Keef would let you do that? Um, That's would, a preview. Would Chief Keef <laughs> let me do that? Well, hopefully, I'll find out someday. I guess you will. <laughs> yeah. So I asked people for uh, user submissions if they wanted to ask you guys anything. Uh -huh. Oh, why are people so obsessed with your guys' romantic life? Have you noticed that? Are they? Yeah, every DM was like insane, insane Well, questions. like give me an example of what, what? they said. Someone said, um, have they had sex? Oh. Oh. Yeah. Well, we have a child, so we've had sex at least once. We have, we have, I have, I have physical proof that we've had intercourse at least one time. Yeah, people don't believe that we're actually married, I think. Mm. Or that we're a couple. What's the conspiracy behind that one? That I'm just his caretaker. <laughs> caretaker? And um, that maybe I was a... Uh, 
at Bride that he ordered online or... Or you're my sister. Or that I'm his sister. Yeah. There's a lot of conspiracies. How does it make you feel? <laughs> I think it means that people <laughs> rightly think that she's way out of my league. So they're <laughs> trying to come up with some, you know, some theory of how this all came to be. How did this came to be? How did this come to be? Yeah. How did this all came to be? Uh oh, podcast fuck up number one. Dead air. Don't make grammatical mistakes, please. Um, um, how did this come to be? We met in Israel. I liked the way she looked, and I wanted to talk to her. Anyway, yada yada yada. Five years or ten, twelve. Uh, 12 years later and now here we are sitting here together to do you remember what the first thing he said to you was no what do you think it was do you have a pickup line that you use it wasn't a pickup line i remember i think we were at some kind of uh the first time i remember talking to you i we were catching each other's eyes a lot and i was like trying to work up the courage to say hi mm-hmm. and we were at some what's the what's it called like the the super spiritual judaism shit Hasidic. No, Seeds? not no. No, uh, it was it that's wasn't a different a, branch. You mean the Kabbalah? Yeah, the Kabbalah, the it's Madonna shit. It's not super shit. religious. It's, it's just yeah. that's like mystic, right? Yeah, it's mystic. the Madonna shit. Yeah, it's Madonna the, is a mystic yeah. Jewish person. She's Kabbalah. Yeah, she's oh, Kabbalah. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't some Jews like super bummed on the Kabbalah? They think it's like satanic. Oh, probably. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of inner uh, tribal beefs between Jews. Yeah, I'm sure. For example, uh, did you know dude. in Israel you've got the Hasidics and the uh, 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 Sephardics? No, the no. Ashkenazi and the Sephardics. Yeah. The Ashkenazi are the mm-hmm. European Jews, the white Jews. And then the Sephardic or the Sephardics are the African Middle Eastern Jews. And they are um lower classmen, or they used to be. Mm. So there was like a whole racial issue among Jews, which is pretty wild, I learned. That's in Israel. Yeah. I'm not even Jewish, but the the more that my Hair has grown, the more I get anti-Semitic <laughs> bullying online. Really? So I'd say, dude, half my DMs are people like hating on me for being Jewish. It's That's fucking crazy. So funny. Every day it gets really? worse and worse, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah, anti-Semitism is like, I mean, I've always dealt on, on what kind pers- of what kind of insults do you get? Like just uh, like Jew. Jew. I don't really have yeah. much to say. Jew. You know Jew. What I mean? And when they saw us on the Tim Heidecker deal, they're like, Oh my god, he's part of the cabal. You know what I mean? Like he's deep in the Hollywood Hills <laughs> in like some crazy child dungeon. That's what they think. That's funny. That's that's kind of cool, though. It's kind mm. of like you're. You do kind of look mystique. Jewish. It's a mystique. Yeah, yeah I yeah. think so. I, I definitely agree with that. But, you know, <laughs> I never really experienced anti-Semitism in person, but online, it's always been pretty juicy, mm-hmm. pretty mm. wild. Do you guys get a lot of hate, like from like the far right? Yes. Shit. Mm-hmm. That's funny because I was thinking about your comedy. Like you guys, especially like in the pre-Trump era, made a lot of reaction videos to like SJW stuff, mm-hmm. like yeah. BuzzFeed and stuff about man spreading. Mm-hmm. Like, how did you avoid getting red pilled and just following that like Sam Hyde wheelhouse? Like, was there a moment where you were like, okay, maybe we're getting a little bit too yeah. like yes. hard on the left? There was a moment like that. Yeah. Well, there was a moment. You want you want to talk about it? I mean, uh, I think Ethan will talk about it probably better, but like there was a moment where we kind of felt it like maybe we're attracting the wrong people. And we didn't even realize that we're like actually kind of leaning in some direction that is not us at all. Mm-hmm. We just thought those videos were funny, you know? Super fun and to the make people fun were of, goofy. super outrageous. Yeah. But like, I think it happened like Joey Salads had this infamous prank where he drove a, uh, a car into the hood and he put Trump stickers all over it. And then apparently he walked out of frame and a bunch of black people came out like a bonus level on Street Fighter and just started mm. breaking the car. 
And the whole thesis was like, I'm Joey Salas and I'm here to prove that black people hate Trump. And it was like mm. super fucking fake. And so I it call was fake. They were paid. It actors. was so oh, fake. They weren't even. Oh, man. So, so the story is, so this, <laughs> we made a video and being like, this is fake. This is race baiting. This is so fucked up. And then a lot of people were like, Ethan, you know, this is real. Like mm -hmm. you're such a lib. You know, this shit is real. And I was like, oh my God, who are these fucking people? Fortunately, there was someone filming it from like an apartment building. Whole whole fucking thing with Joey Salas there, a, whole, a handful of black dudes who were there to break up the car, him standing right outside frame. And he posted that on Twitter. And then I went on a victory tour like this. I knew this shit was fake. Yeah. Fuck all you racist pieces of shit. Fuck you, Joey Salads. Yeah. But that was that was kind of a turning point for me when I realized we were attracting a lot of people that it's one thing to disagree with people. I mean, that's fine if you are conservative by nature, but mm. people who, like you said, are kind of red pilled, generally like incelly and and yeah. a little bit racist and a little bit anti-Semitic and a little bit fucking. I mean, especially you know. when we f we didn't stand for those things, it felt weird to attract. Yeah, you know, the wrong message that is for us wrong. Yeah, I don't know for sure. I just didn't want people, yeah. And so, so, so I started kind of slowly talking about politics more, and so because I kind of wanted it to be like, hey, you know, listen, this is a, this is what I I don't want you to mm -hmm. think, because a lot of times online people say, you know, they they project their self beliefs onto you, and they say, oh, he's one of us, mm. he's one of us, you know. And so I think when I started talking about my politics more than a lot of these people on the right who who were attracted to the Joey Salad fake car pranks, were thinking, uh. You know, what a betrayal. I've changed and all this. So, yeah, we do get a lot of hate from people on the right as a For result sure. of that. Do you, do you think ultimately it was worth it because it kind of made you like a little bit more like marketable? Was it worth it? Yeah. Um, I have no regrets. Those were yeah. some of my, my favorite videos we made. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I just feel like, you know, like Sam Hyde's show being canceled was like a huge turning point in like the way that comedy is like looked at. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because like that show wasn't like explicitly like extreme, like Million Dollar Extreme wasn't like shocking, you know, but there mm -hmm. was some shocking shit being said by him and his fan base. But at that point, it was kind of like, okay, if like right wing comedy is not alternative, mm -hmm. like what is at that point? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. It's kind of a weird one because like, yeah. well, yeah, there's, there's so much like, uh, mythology behind the cancellation of his show. Yeah. I don't really know what happened, <laughs> but I do love the conversation between him and Tim Heidecker. Oh, it's so entertaining. It's so good. I mean, I, I've listened to it when, when Sam called into Tim's mm. podcast and I mean, I thought it was fascinating. Yeah. Um, but you know, I was surprised. I was frankly surprised at some of the sketches that Adult Swim greenlit to be on there. Yeah, I mean, their kids are going like Jews, the Jews one. It's yeah, it's not explicitly anti-Semitic or anything, but it's just odd. Yeah, it's a little odd. It's a little too odd. Just, people lost yeah. some of their irony. Just totally irony poisoned, like beyond beyond yeah. repair. I yeah. just found it like I, I didn't even really watch Sam Hyde's show, but just that whole situation seemed like a like a pivotal moment in sort of like mm. who gets made fun of and who doesn't in the comedy mm. world. You know what I mean? Like I haven't really seen like um social justice crowds get like made fun of in mainstream comedy since then. Like, I mean, South Park did it a little bit, but like, I don't know. It makes me wonder like, is it like, should I do that or not? You know what I mean? You like, definitely can. You I think, think so? I think there's definitely a way to do it. It's like there, I don't think that that's the problem of what they did. I think their stuff was like, I, I couldn't possibly speak to it, but yeah, you can most certainly make fun of social justice wars without yeah. having to, um, 
courtings like red pilled people at all because yeah. look they're they, you know back, i think there was a golden era where mm -hmm. a lot of like these you know buzzfeed and i don't know if you remember the humongous guy yeah that was your man yeah that's my boy <laughs> yeah and that that was just the golden days where it was like kind of fresh yeah it was new and these people were so outrageous so i feel like those people are a little bit more off the radar and now it's just like it's less fun because the I ideologies are so uh People are so passionate and they get angry. And back then it wasn't so polarized. Yeah. It's so strange how like the president changing just like changed all of that. It totally you know? did. And my thing is like, I, I know how to make fun of like those kind of people. I'm from Seattle. So like I grew up with all of that <laughs> culture around me all the time. Like I went to the high school that I went to was like basically Marxist. Like we had we had transgender <laughs> bathrooms. We called the teachers by really? their first names. It was awesome. <laughs> oh, you know, Like totally like vegan options at every meal time. Really? Yeah, crazy. it was great. Huh. So it's like, I, I don't like to dig into them too hard because I'm like, fuck, why do you kind of like, agree with some of the things that they stand for so it's right. like if you spend too much time like clowning one side of shit you end up just accidentally that's, like being yeah a, well you need MVP. balance and that was the problem i was having yeah that, that's it was really like i just kept shitting on social justice social just social justice yeah. and then it was like well well i need to find and part honestly it's because to, to be totally honest with you when you go and shit on the right wing mm -hmm. like there's a lot of people online they just lose their fucking mind i know that like we like to make fun of social justice warriors being sensitive and not being able to tolerate shit but the moment you start make making fun of right wing shit people these guys these people really lose their fucking mind like yeah. they are ultimately just as sensitive if not more or they're maybe they're just more well represented on the internet yeah because mm -hmm. right wing media is really popular mm -hmm. on youtube I guess because like most of the media on television is left left wing. Yeah. So like there's huge uh communities of 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 conservative conservativeness on YouTube. Like there's yeah. Ben Shapiro, there's Ted Pool, um, the Rubin Report, the fucking Stephen Crowder, these are huge yeah. political uh, shows on YouTube. So there's just I, I, yeah. a lot of people there. I just found it so interesting because I got nominated for a YouTube award called a streamy. You guys have heard of it, right? Yeah. And they had five nominees for best news show. And guess who they were? It were they like, all those guys? I no, just no, no, said? no, no, no. They were not. It was like me, yeah. Hassan Piker, yeah. like oh. Complex News, yeah. and like none of these like right wing oh, see, powerhouse see, that, guys. Yeah, I was I like, mean, no Ben not, Shapiro on there. I'm yeah. not even a fan, but like that dude <laughs> no, shit is yeah. so successful. He's like the most watched man on YouTube. I was like, fuck. Well, well, on Facebook, that's true. Ben, right wing uh, media is like you know the god of Facebook. If you look at the top visited pages on Facebook every week, the top. You know, 50% of it is all like Ben Shapiro, yeah. right wing, Fox News, all that shit. So mm -hmm. a lot of people consume their media there. That is odd. Yeah, there's definitely a bias. There's no, <laughs> I saw yeah, that. There's I no like, question about I mean, it. Shout out to Hassan, but fucking Complex? Yeah. As a news show? I mean, no, Jesus, dude. Uh, yeah. Sorry, if you're watching from Complex, I'm sorry, but like. I mean, it's not that they don't deserve <laughs> you know? to be on there, but like equal parts it's, Ben Shapiro yeah. and like Dave Rubin and Steven Crowder and all these people and Tim Pool, they're huge. Well, you know Joe. what's funny? Even Joe Rogan as a podcast, like oh, yeah, you never, never you never see him featured anywhere. Yeah, you know, do, do even you YouTube, like, like stupid. on YouTube Rewind, they would have like Will Smith, but no Joe Rogan. Yeah, no <laughs> Joe Rogan. Like, no, your right. grandma knows the, Joe Rogan. The <laughs> fact that they ignore these people makes the whole thing worse because yeah. it's like, right. <laughs> but you know, it's like people are just so charged up. It's like if they put them on there, then people would get super angry and then the right would get super. It's like a whole, it's just people, I don't know. People can't yeah. really deal with this shit anymore. People have been turning on Joe Rogan for real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some. Yeah. Some. But his base is strong. Oh, dude. Yeah. I, I think the people who are turning on Joe Rogan is kind of the 
classic sign that like Twitter, Twitter people who it yeah. doesn't represent the real world. Yeah, I feel like he's visually such a bro. You know, he's bald and he he likes fighting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I think people are just like any moment they can be like, "Fuck this guy!" And when, honestly, I was kind of pissed. Like during this whole COVID era, it's got a lot of there's been a lot of misinformation on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the COVID protest era, like he said that shit. I know he apologized for it, but he said mm-hmm. that Antifa was starting fires in the forest. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it's like I don't know, just shit like that. Where it's yeah. like, yeah, he walked that back, which I was really happy. But yeah. I, I will but, say, yeah, it's it, you lose points when when there's a few of those too. Like yeah. uh, making a joke about people who wear a mask or that pussies or whatever he, he said. said. He said that wearing mask makes you a pussy. Yeah. Mm. He's just a little bit too alpha male to be honest. He thinks he's, he think he's a little too charged up an alpha brain. JR? <laughs> JR. <laughs> oh, JR. That's such yeah. a, not an alpha name for him. Yeah. Junior. Oh, I'm just kidding, bro. <laughs> Sorry, bro. <laughs> no, I, I, gen- I, like, I like Joe Rogan, but I think the problem is like, I think Joe Rogan's policy is like he's down to talk to anyone. So he'll have like, yeah. you know, Alex Jones on and conspiracy theorists and people who believe in aliens and all this kooky shit generally. Yeah. But it's really entertaining and it's nice to see everybody speaking. But, you know, the, I guess there's a debate like are some people worth not listening to because they're so fringe, right? Mm-hmm. And Joe Rogan believes that he should be able to talk to everyone. Yeah. It's really entertaining. I may, I may or may not have talked to Alex Jones like five or six days ago. Really? Really? It's possible. For a I'm not video? quite sure. People said they saw me do How that. How was it? <laughs> I think that he looks like he's about to have a heart attack at all times. Like when you're up close <laughs> to Alex, <laughs> no, when yeah. you're close to him and you see someone that explosive, yeah. you're like, holy shit, is this guy okay? I wonder if you in between words, he like squints his eyes so hard it looks like his internal organs are just like crumpling. He's like, Oh my god. Awesome. He's charged. I mean, what, what was, was the situation? Can you I tell? went to the uh, million mega march in DC. Oh, oh. Yeah. I want that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's part of a longer form project. So oh how many my people god! Were uh, probably a couple hundred thousand. There was a lot. Wow. That's yeah. what I was saying. There was a lot. It, when I looked at the photo, because people were like, "Oh, there's ten thousand there. There's twenty. I mean, it yeah. looked like a lot of people. Yeah, for sure. Man, like, I don't even know anything about this whole situation, but like, it, it's it's weird because I listen to so much shit that I don't even have my own thoughts at this point. You know what I mean? Like, I like, <laughs> right. my dog is like listening to everyone all the time and not saying anything. Yeah. So people are like, "What's your opinion on election fraud?" I'm like. I don't know. I'm not <laughs> listening to anyone. You know what I mean? I'm literally just like. Well, let like, me ask you this. Yeah. Last time I saw you, we were hanging out in my house, and you told me you thought Trump was going to win because you've been traveling around the mm-hmm. country, and yeah. it's like MAGA, MAGA mm-hmm. everywhere. I guess because I go to so many flyover states and do these like interviews. Like I'll go to like mm-hmm. a, a mud wrestling event in Missouri, and then I'll go to a biker meetup in Arizona and mm-hmm. or South Dakota. So cumulatively, I thought that it was just like this massive Trump nation in the. Biden well, you were, well, yeah. you it was yeah. closer. Than I thought it would be. I couldn't believe Arizona was red. I mean, at blue. I couldn't believe Arizona yeah. was blue. Yeah. How the and fuck Georgia. Is it, how is Arizona blue? I get how Georgia could flip, but Arizona, dude, like even Phoenix, you'll see some of the condos downtown, typical like where yuppies who support Biden would live, covered in like Trump banners. Really? Even the urban core of Phoenix is pretty pro-Trump. I'm not you know sure. what I think yeah. happened? What? People always talk about the silent Trump voter. Yeah. I think there was the silent Biden mm. voter this time. Because in those MAGA countries, you can't fucking fly a Biden poster. Mm. People will fuck you up. Yeah. So I think there was a silent Biden supporter this time. Like farmers who just like had too much and would like I mean, say the hell into Trump when it came down yeah, to Yeah, because yeah. because you you literally will be outcast from your community if you say you're – I was listening to uh, The Daily and they were mm-hmm. talking about uh, down in Florida, you know, uh, the retirement communities there are like super MAGA'd out. 
And they were talking, they were trying desperately to find people who support Biden down there. And uh, they were talking about like some of them were anonymous. They didn't want to go on the record. They were saying that they would be because they're like tight knit communities and they golf together and shit. And you'd be like, I wouldn't nobody would want to golf with me yeah. if I said I supported mm. Biden. Mm. Secret Biden Gotta supporters. Golf. Secret Biden supporters. Yeah. Sometimes I wonder how Trump did it. The first time? No, just how he became like the folk hero and like icon of so many people <laughs> it's, that it's, otherwise um, would think he was like so a douchebag. Like if you think about all like these like really hardworking, like genuine farmer types yeah. who have had hard fucking lives, like in Appalachia and Mississippi, they really see him as like their icon, not just like a rich ass kid from New York. Yeah. You know, it's, no, it's, it's so um, strange. Like whatever like he did, people leader. are going to do forever. He's, he's, got a, yeah. he's got the charisma. Yeah. He's got the personality he's, to, he's funny, you know, he can he can pull the people in. He's yeah. funny. I liked his bit on, on pardoning the turkey. It was good. Yeah. He's like, sticks here. I'm not even going to try it, but he did a whole bit about the the fraud and the election, and he was going to have to pardon the turkey. Mm-hmm. It was good. He's made me laugh you know, a lot, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, 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 yeah. So going back to the right-wingers coming after you, I don't know if you can talk about this, but you guys got swatted, right? Yeah. What happened? Several times. So what does it mean to get swatted for those who don't know? So... Well, the, I'll tell you about the first time. Yeah. Uh, somebody calls and he says, there's uh, a dude killed his wife and there's tons of, bo- this is what he, the police told me. He said, there's tons of bodies in his closet. There's blood everywhere. There's bombs all around the house and he's threatening to kill me. Mm-hmm. So like 10 police cars show up, two helicopters are there and um, they block off the street. They're pounding on the door with their guns drawn. They're going around the house. We weren't there. I was watching this all go down on Ring, and they opened the gate, and my dog walked out. And we just saw on Ring that my do- my poor dog was wandering out the side of of the house, and like it was just it was so traumatic, dude, and awful mm-hmm. because it was just awful. And and it happened again. Uh, next time it happened, we we're coming home from New York with Theodore when mm-hmm. he was young, and I posted a story like on Instagram, being like, "Hey, we landed." And I'm pretty sure they were timed it up. They were trying to time it with us coming home with Theodore uh, to get the police to show up. They they want they, I mean, it's kind of like attempted murder, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. If that's what it feels like. And so anyway, a bunch of time passed, and it turns out the people that were swatting us were part of this uh, uh, neo-Nazi organization. What are they called? You, I told you about it. You know the name of it. Mm-hmm. What are they called? I'm just not going to say it. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, anyway, we got uh, letters from the Department of Justice mm-hmm. with some – they're like, hey, you know, uh, th- th- such and such is going to trial on this date for this crime. Mm-hmm. And I was like, holy fuck. And so I look up his name and it's some maniac who's like the leader of this n- neo-Nazi organization mm-hmm. who's like responsible for killing people. Mm-hmm. So this guy – this is an organization of, you know, people that, that does political assassinations yeah. or hate hate killings mm. and uh these were the guys who were behind swatting us so so uh it's awful it sucks have you sought any kind of like legal Mm-mm. action well there's there being- not much to do i i mean at the time really? we asked the police like what are we supposed to do and they said i mean they call from like whatever skype or something anonymous and there's not much really to do damn that's whack as fuck if yeah. you feel helpless, but the FBI was tracking these guys, and so yeah. I didn't know until I got a letter from the Department of Justice that they had arrested them. Mm-hmm. So why do you think you were targeted by a neo-Nazi organization? Probably because they – probably because I'm Jewish mm-hmm. and because I 
speak out against, you know, I, I'm vocal that I, you know, don't like Trump and Trumpism and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I lampoon them. I'm not like a political operative or anything. So yeah, it's just kind of surprising that would happen to I'm you guys. Not. I would expect it from like you know, Don Lemon or something like that. But yeah, y'all don't oh, strike me no. as particularly political. No, uh, not, no. Not, not. I think it's also like an internet thing. It yeah. happens to a lot of YouTubers and a lot of yeah. streamers. And the YouTube world is kind of dark, huh? It's very dark. Yeah. Everyone's out to get you. Fuck. <laughs> You know, there was a, uh, it's so, yeah, there was a girl that was like a few, like maybe five years ago, a fan showed up at a fan meet and just straight up assassinated her. Holy shit. And then what? a few years ago, there was another big YouTuber. There was a f- crazy guy who was obsessed with his wife, drove to their house in like California from Florida, mm-hmm. broke into their house with a handgun, looking for them, shooting up their house. They were in the closet, luckily, called the police. He never found them. The police showed up. Just in time, and they fucking killed the guy in their driveway. And he, mm-hmm. but he never found him. He was unable to harm them. But this kinds of stuff is crazy. And so the climate, thinking about that stuff, and people are swatting us, we just knew that we had to move to somewhere more secure because yeah. we we're just living in like a normal house on the street. And your current house is super secure. They were yeah. sweating the hell out of me to get in there. Yeah, that's yeah. Good. They made me call you guys and everything. Big ass security guard. Yeah, yeah. it's gonna so, be hard to get you guys now. But I'm glad I live in an RV right now. Because you can't SWAT a dude in an RV. We can yeah, watch the I'm like, I'm at the Walmart in Flagstaff. I'm going to send the SWAT yeah. team in there. Good luck. Yeah, that's a good point. So speaking of crazy fan interactions, when you when you hear that that phrase, is there one that comes to mind? <sighs> hmm. Uh, Not really. No, people are really nice. Yeah. When you actually mm-hmm. see someone, they're like almost... Almost every single one, they're always really nice. Overwhelmingly positive. Yeah. Damn, I had my first negative fan interaction of my entire life like four days ago in, in Atlanta. Really? Yeah. So basically, I was covering this whole like um, the recount rally at the Atlanta State Capitol or mm-hmm. Georgia State Capitol in Atlanta, and it was you know like patriots versus communists is what I call it. Mm. You know, it's just libertarians and three percenters and biblical people with Trump flags screaming across a police line against like you know anarchist kids. And so I crossed the line and I don't know what happened. I hadn't drank cold brew in like two months or I had drank whiskey in three months either. Those are my two vices, whiskey and cold brew. And I consumed them both in like a eight hour period with five hours of sleep in between. Mm. So I was just fucked in the head. Mm. So I go to the anarchist side and I'm doing a couple interviews and I'm like, oh my God, I'm having a blood sugar panic attack or something like that. Mm. So I just straight up like pass out. Really? Well, not, not to the point where I fainted, Dizzy. but I, I sat down all these like armed Antifa medics like took care of me and like, Fed me pop tarts for like uh, thirty minutes, and you know how there's always other journalists around. This one journalist, like straight up, dude, like five foot five. I'm not hating on him for his height, but this will add to the description, right? Five foot five, man bun, mm. Warby Parker frames, mm. uh, one of those button up shirts with like flamingos on it, oh. neck beard, and one of those like weird brown leather jackets that like your stepdad would tell you you have to have to be a real man. Mm. You know, like I got my leather jacket. Yeah. Some mm. 501 Levi's and like actual like walking shoes, like shoes that be, <laughs> would be advertised for walking mm-hmm. with like, you know, some special soul. <laughs> he comes up to me while I'm goddamn near passed out and he's like, oh, got some bricks? And I'm like, hey man, what's going on? <laughs> he's down next to me and he's like, you motherfucker. And I was like, huh. this guy's got to be running some sort With of- the flamingo shirt? With the worst fit and vibe of all time. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, man. I'm like, I'm having a blood sugar thing going on. <laughs> I was like, what's going on? And he was like, you're not a journalist. And I was like, 
excuse me, sir. Like, <laughs> yes, I am. And he was like, I went to Iraq and I saw someone, you know, get shot in the head and I came back and no one knew who the fuck I was. And I was like, sorry, you didn't market yourself correctly. I don't know what to tell you. And he's like, you're a comedian. He's like, you got your start ripping on people. You could never be one of us. So it was a gatekeeping issue. It, was a, it wasn't I, a political issue. I always talk about journalistic gatekeepers, like, but I've never actually met one. That's like a, a, a flesh and bones person who like represents the old guard of like the Associated Press. Right. But he was going into like the honor of being a journalist and he's like, you edit people. He's like, you zoom in on people's faces. He's like, Jesus, I couldn't zoom hell, in on bro. someone's face when I was in Iraq. And I was like, we get it, dude. You're in fucking Iraq. I, so that sucks. I yeah. love he's been yeah. hate watching your shit. Just like this dude isn't a journalist. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, it's I get it, man. He's like, Tim Heidecker's Tim Heidecker's funny. You know what I mean? That's awesome. And he's like, you know, it's not funny. Like Walter Cronkite. I was like, oh, fuck, here we go. Jesus, bro. So I'm basically. There's no space allowed. And so he quoted this one part of this Minneapolis protest video. You seen that video, right? Where yeah. I'm like in the riots in Minneapolis. Yeah. You know that yeah. scene where I'm on the bridge behind the burning police station and I put the camera on yeah. that local news guy who's refusing yeah. to interview yeah. people? Yeah. He's like, uh, he's like, I feel like that was a little bit underhanded and you're just attacking the inst institution of journalism. And so I go, Oh, the guy was just filming. And so I go, okay, here's something <laughs> overhanded. Like get the fuck away. From yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, why man? He's like, I'm just a fan with an opinion. Oh, like, now he's a fan? He's like, get away from me. So I just see him turn around and just pull out his phone. And he's just like tweeting furiously. I went on his Twitter. Oh, and he was oh like, he tweeted about you. He's like, just was told to fuck off by this joke of a journalist or whatever. And my homie, I sent my whole camera crew. I was like, film him tweeting film him tweeting <laughs> so it's all on camera oh they got it <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yes they got the whole conversation's on camera uh, i think it might be so it's wow. gonna come out as part of the larger long-form project that i can't talk about top secret long-form project <laughs> you, never had, you never had somebody like that no you know what we also I don't, don't so. do anything in like the past year you're out and about you are yeah, yeah. i'm the most exposed man on earth but yeah. i'm also the most tested man on earth yeah i have this new long-form project deal that i can't talk about i have to get tested like <laughs> twice a week yeah. Are you just used to it now? Yeah, but I, I mean, I had the antibodies because I got it like at the very beginning, not an event when I was actually back home in Seattle, just like taking care of my mom. I got COVID because my <laughs> uncle-in-law was the first American COVID death. Your, really? Your uncle-in-law. But now I don't know how to describe this relation, but it's my mom's fiance's uncle. So not okay. my uncle-in-law. I don't. There's no word for that. It's right. Just something. He was the first dude in, in Seattle to die from really? COVID. Really? Yeah. Wow. It's fucking crazy. So like we thought it was all not a joke, but not that serious. And then like. I got it basically pretty mm. much because he visited his uncle-in-law in the hospital. Mm. So like I was one of the first people to have it. Wow. So I had the antibodies for a while. Now I just get tested all the time. Mm. But um, what were we just talking about? Did you have oh, symptoms? Oh, yeah, going out. No. no. No symptoms. We were talking about like we don't go out that much. I mean, yeah. we used to go out more. But you're like out and about. And so I can tell you. you get all, And you're in the like weird situation. So you trapped all, a lot of strange stuff yeah. too, I think. I know what time bars close in every state pretty much. There you go. You know, I, know yeah. I don't have that info. Atlanta's 3 a.m. right now. Oh, that's you know, not good. But Memphis is 10 p.m. Wait, it's 3 a.m. right now? Yep, yep, 3 a.m. See, that's not good during COVID. Yeah, I, yeah. El Paso. But who am I? Yeah. <laughs> who am I to pass judgment? Yeah, I mean, this COVID shit is pretty, pretty crazy. At this point, it's so bad. I don't think there's any hope to, like, to beat it except just getting the vaccine. So the issue is, like, you just protect yourself and your family and yeah. just yeah. fucking, you know, it's like, dude, it's a free-for-all now. Dude, people are not going to get that vaccine. I am. I mean, Fuck them. Yeah. I'll I mean, get it. I'm going to get every one of them. A shitload of people are just not going to do it. I agree. Yeah. But I will. And they yeah. can fucking perish for all I care. Yeah. <laughs> Have you, you know what? Some... I, I kind of disagree. I think at first there'll, there'll be some hesitancy, but like, you know, like, like small, there's always been skepticism of vaccines. 
Yeah. And it's like smallpox and all these terrible diseases. People go, you know, it's just people just give in. They're like, well, f- you know, f- I don't want to get smallpox. You know? Yeah, for sure. So, but I, I do think like I read that we, we need 70% of people to reach herd immunity. That's mm, a high number. It happened in Sweden, right? Something like that? Nah, Sweden didn't get hurt. Because they're all the same. <laughs> well, they were trying They were trying to not do lockdowns and stuff in Sweden, yeah. but it was kind of a disaster, as I understand it. Not a disaster, but there's just a lot of people that are dying there compared yeah. to other. I still think Gavin Newsom's a, a bitch. He yeah, fucked up. I he mean, really that fucked up. of him in Napa he with those people. Also, no stimulus for small business owners right now. Why would he do that, that dinner, stimulus. though? You just can't. That dinner. Oh, he's so douchey, bro. I was like, Dude. you know, the, that that photo is going to cause so much damage because it's like, how many people in the state now are going to look at that and be like, well, of course I'm going to have Thanksgiving dinner because yeah. Gavin Newsom did it and fuck him. Right. Yeah. This is the same dude telling people to put their mask on between bites when they're out to eat, even right. outdoors. It's like, yeah. dude, we, we see you out here Douche. in Napa. And Napa, Napa is the douchiest place to eat dinner right. in the world. Right. Dinnering in Napa. Right. Can you think of a douchier location? No. <laughs> Maybe like San Clemente. I wanted to ask you guys, you guys have talked to like tons of different kinds of people. Like for Theodore, what is one kind of person like, or one, one subculture you don't want him to get involved with, 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 in your experience? Mormons. You know, <laughs> Mormons, you threw that out there fast. I didn't even have time to think. Mormons for sure. You don't want Theodore to be Mormon? I don't want to be Mormon. I don't want to be Scientologist. What? Oh, Scientologist. I don't want him to no. be uh, any cult of any kind. Nexium? No. I don't even know what the hell that is. Yeah. Um, Red build. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but let me, you let haven't me watched of, The Vow? No. Sh- <laughs> I don't consume anything. I just, yeah, 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 yeah. You just work, yeah. right? You work. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. What, let me let me give you an honest um, answer. You know what's my biggest fear? Is actually like YouTube and social media. Is, oh, that he takes it's up the torch just, from you. Like, it really scares me what it's going to be like for him. Also, what is it like for kids now that have a phone with them all the time? Because obviously, I don't think we can be the kind of parent that's going to say, like, you don't have a phone. We're like, we're on our phone all day. How is he going to be like, well, why are you on, you know? So I don't know how we're going to handle it. I'm really scared of that part. Just get him an Android or something. You know, he's fucked. (laughs) An Android phone? Yeah. Is that bad? (laughs) I mean, green checks, you know how that goes. Yeah. Yeah. I I feel like, uh, yeah, it's pretty terrifying just imagining, like, I always think about like a um, you know Dwayne Wade's not Dwayne like a Michael Jordan's son or like LeBron James' son is like under pressure to be the next big basketball player. Right. Like mm-hmm. is, is Theodore going to have to be like the next so. viral sensation? I, mean, I haven't thought about it. I don't, I don't think so. I don't think I hope we're he's not that... pressured at all to do anything. Yeah. You don't think you're as popular as LeBron? Yeah. James? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean Le, I, Le, LeBron James is my uh, contemporary, and uh, <laughs> you know, no, but certainly on the same footing. Yeah, for me, it, it would be a flat earther. If I had a son and you oh became my God. a flat I, could, I couldn't even think, consider terrified. that. It's like, how, I mean, how, how have I failed you as a parent? Yeah. <laughs> if you're going down the flat earth road, flat earth would be bad. Anti-vax would break my heart. I mean, yeah, it would break my fucking heart, bro. A Jew for Jesus. Not because I'm religious, but I Jews for Jesus are just the corniest. It would be kind of weird if yeah. it was religious, you know? Yeah. Like, I huh. break my, I mean, nothing, nothing wrong with that, but it's, it's just not. But I, you know what? I got I, no expectations. I want the boy to be who he is and choose his, his path, and and I'll support him and uh, cherish him and just not anti-vax. What about a furry? I don't have a problem with that. Okay. I'd be a little. I just I'd be like, hmm. I just do that probably. Like, hmm. what about like a a burner, like a Burning Man enthusiast? 
I would also get. Um, it would be like okay. I don't want that life for him. What about a white Rastafarian? I don't. You mean like Chet? Like Hanks? Chet? Yeah. <laughs> Worse. Chet and uh, No, I don't want that life. For him. <laughs> okay. White gangster rapper like Slim Jesus. I don't want that life for him. <laughs> So you have a very specific vision. For I guess I have a very narrow Uh-oh. vision. I thought I was open minded, but now all of a sudden, when you're throwing shit like that to me, then yeah, we're gonna have, we're gonna. Based on his interests right now, he's probably gonna be a farmer because he's only talking about tractors and apples. <laughs> yeah, he loves <laughs> he loves tractors and farms and trucks. That's Wait, how old is he? One and a half. And a half. <laughs> I thought he was like six. I was no, like, no. no, it's one and a half. He just goes tractor. Like tractor. if you, you pick Truck. him up first thing in the morning, six thirty. Mm-hmm. You know, he wakes up. You're walking downstairs to get like a bottle and watch some some YouTube, and he goes. He just starts going tractor, 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 mm. and he's like truck. That's it. And and now he says it like truck, truck. <laughs> he, he says it really funny. That's cool. You know, trash truck, and it's just like obsessed. Yeah, he loves he loves all that stuff. Yeah, but uh, let me think. But White really- gangster rapper? I mean, look, you're kind of, you're guiding my answer. He can mm-hmm. rap. Your son? Mm-hmm. Yes. He should. My he mom thinks rapper. that he walks like a rapper, which I don't know what it means, but that's, she always says that. So maybe pants. it would be the next rapper. <laughs> he walks wide. He walks hat. wide. <laughs> what if his rap was like, fuck my dad and fuck my mom? I'd know, be okay with that. Beverly Hills, I don't fuck with y'all. <laughs> All right, then pissed. I think we did good. No, I think that's fine. <laughs> that's cool. For sure. Yeah, I think that's cool. <laughs> Yeah, what about you? I don't know. I don't know. Like, I want to have a kid. Because you know a lot about I told you I these... want to get married and have a kid. Yeah, are that. you still looking to get married? So, but, like, I'm curious because you know about all these subcultures. <laughs> like, which ones would you not want your kid to get mixed in? I'd be down for my kid to be anything that isn't, like, super conspiratorial. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like any weird shit they were into, they could be, like, a rollerblader. I don't know why I can't. Rollerblader. Yeah, that's sorry. super, like. That's pretty fucking cool. I don't know why skating. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be bummed if they were a skater. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. mine? Uh, I'm talking about like a skateboarder. I'd oh, you like, don't want to be a skateboarder? Not really. really. Why? I don't know. Like, I just want them to like achieve. <laughs> you <laughs> you think I mean? skateboarding is like? Uh... I just think it's being absorbed by like corporate actors. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, it happens to a lot of subcultures. But can mm. you skate and not be part? Hell yeah, you yeah. can. You know, I, I just don't <laughs> want my son to like fall into like corporate marketing. This is getting super intense. Mm. I'm not hating on skateboarders, but like, I don't want my son to be part of like a gentrified counterculture. Wow. Of any capacity, I like. I'd rather my son be like a Dungeons and Dragons professional <laughs> than like a Williamsburg, Brooklyn, like hipster. You know what I mean? I would just yeah. be super bummed. Yeah. Like, I want my son to feel like mad comfortable, or my daughter. I don't, we, we, right. can, we can switch that. Fuck it. I want them to be super happy, you know, with who they are, mm. and not have like an identity crisis, and like go to college and get all weird and move somewhere fucking weird and be like, get a whole like makeover. I don't know. I, I don't. I want to let them do whatever they want, but no dogman searching. Yeah. Like I think about this kid named like. Tyler, mm-hmm. I like went to high school with him. I told you about my high school, right? Super yeah. intense, like mm-hmm. kind of indoctrinating sort of high school, but it gave me a good perspective and everything. And there were some great teachers there, but he was like trained to be like the most left wing person. Mm-hmm. And he came out like super far right wing. Huh. Like, now he's like the most QAnon like MAGA dude I ever. feel like he must wow. hate his parents or something. Something like that. So the point I'm trying to make is I don't want to program my kid in any yes, way. Yes, I agree. I think as you. long as they don't hate you. Yeah. Then because like something to go that extreme, I feel like they it's just it's deep down psychologically just an act of rebellion. 
Yeah. Like, I don't want to have, have to be like, son, the earth is round. There's no global <laughs> Rothschild banking system. It's not real. There's no deep state. Because then he's going to be like, fuck yeah, there is. He's going to hate yeah, me. Don't bring right. that up because he's going to look into it. Don't bring it up. Yeah, just don't. But on the positive note, how did you guys meet Jesus Christ? How did you find Jesus out? Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Love you, God. He's the man. Um, I think I just saw his his infamous viral video and we we enjoyed it a lot on the podcast yeah and we used the soundbite a lot of like jesus christ <laughs> love you god jesus christ jesus christ. I, I mean he's christ great. like i love his his he the man loves jesus and god damn it i i love i love him for it yeah he really changed you know? my perspective on on christianity really yeah so what does he say to the, uh, <laughs> I love he's like going to town with the flaming sword shield and the shield. Yeah. Of righteousness. Yeah, the shield. Shoes. Yeah. Sick. Stop it on the enemy. So so who's the enemy? I mean, tell me about what you learned from him. I just learned that for some people, Christianity's like the only way. Mm. Mm. Like I used to kind of I grew up watching a lot of atheist YouTubers. Mm. Oh really? Like uh, skeptics yeah. and stuff? I used to be pretty in uh, skeptics when huh. I was like 13, 14. I was too. And now yeah. it seems a little corny, right? It does. Yeah. I used to be like, religion is the root of all evil. Like, look at the crusades. Like, yeah, yeah. all the justification <laughs> of that. I've come to think, now that I'm earlier, that like, humans will always find a way to like, divide themselves mm. and kill each other, historically. Mm. I think that that was just a placeholder for just what would have already happened. In sure. some other yeah. capacity. So people yeah. are. Yeah. Um, Jesus Christ like, did 10 years in jail. Mm. Before then, he was like a crazy, like, murderous tweaker. In Modesto. Mm -hmm. And so I interviewed his mom too. Like he was like a hardcore gangbanger, like tag banger, wow. kicking it with like gnarly ass fools in Modesto. If you've been there before, that yeah. place is fucking tweaked. The whole yeah. Central Valley yeah. from Sacramento to Bakersfield to Fresno is just like meth and farm. I mean, I've drove mm -hmm. through yeah. there and you can tell that place is like Fucked. desolate. He yeah. is a human incarnation of that place. Mm. Modesto, California right. lives inside of Jesus Christ. Right. <laughs> right. You know I mean? right. Yeah. So you know how Jesus Christ started, right? No. He, he had a revelation that when he would smoke meth, he'd see demons around him on all sides. Huh. And he could fight off the demons by going, Jesus Christ! Oh, oh really? No way! Jesus Christ! Jesus Christ! Whoa. Like, wow. Like, even when he was at home. That's badass. Yeah. So, you, you, whenever he went to jail, he was, like, breakdancing for the cops. That's another viral video. He went to jail for some gnarly-ass probation violation. All drug and drug dealing related. Mm -hmm. But he was, like, mm -hmm. a full-blown meth guy. Mm. Always doing lines. Mm. Of Scante. What they call meth in Modesto. What do they call it? Scante. 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 What's S K A N T E? Scante. Is, is there any uh, origin story to that? Scante? No, but he would be called a Scante warrior. Oh, Scante warrior. Yeah, he's yeah. a Jesus warrior. Yeah. <laughs> so in jail, he like found God. Mm. So I want you to just imagine Jesus Christ if he was to take that energy that he has for Jesus and like maybe direct it toward like street violence. <laughs> oh my god you know I'm terrifying. I don't want that shield of god that fucking sword of righteousness anywhere me, but positivity I don't want religion. that turned on me bro yeah. so his biker club called soldiers of the cross is all these sort of like reformed prison guys mm -hmm. who are super into Jesus like soldiers of the cross Aryan brotherhood fools were in there really like hell's angels like dudes well, were, I saw yeah. like that there's like this brother like these a bunch of like good white church boys who brought him in and he was like, break. They were oh, yeah. all like, yeah. And he was like, Jesus Christ, we love you, God. And doing this whole thing yeah. was fucking awesome. He's like actually my friend now. He baptized dude. me, dude. Someone who fears God that much that. is a good dude, probably. Yeah. When I saw him, he had been Oh, fasting. yeah, you got baptized. Did you, was that emotional for you? Was that a spiritual moment? Yeah, because I mean, like, a lot of people were like, oh, this is, you know, false baptism. But I'm like, dude. How dare they? Fuck it. It's real. 
<laughs> if it yeah. happened, it's real. <laughs> well, who are they to, to question the God's uh, how God sees your baptism? Well, they just assume that because my channel's funny that I'm like clowning him, which mm-hmm. I wasn't. And the video that I did with him is very positive. Yeah. So if you die, technically speaking, now you're good. Imagine you die, you get to heaven. He's the first dude at the pearly gates. <laughs> God's with him. God's right behind him, like <laughs> baptized. When I was with him, he said he hadn't eaten in seven days, and he was going to break his fast with just one coffee and one jalapeno. Do you believe what? him? What? Oh yeah, he doesn't eat at all. He wakes up at seven. Why? He's just so Jesus get thing? closer to God. You know, uh. he's like fucking. He's like the Buddhist. Yeah, he's like he, a Buddha. <laughs> he is. I mean, he's he's sick. I wonder, like, if he can ever date anybody. You know what I mean? Like, it's probably, probably gotta be God. a Jesus lady. No, will he have a relationship in his life? He's a little intense for me. If I was looking of a female, but but there's somebody for everybody. He yeah. says Jesus Christ three times a minute. <laughs> Every moment he's awake. Really? Yeah, that's what that seems. Oh my God, little OCD. It yeah seems like a prison beyond ocd dude his brain is like wired to just scream that at all times dude oh, really? he just not dude we were in a quiet church service at his soldiers of the cross at their like chapel and there was someone delivering a sermon and he was in the back like tourettesing out being like jesus, jesus christ <laughs> in the back oh <laughs> what a legend it was we so love insane. everyone kept looking at him and everyone knew that's what the i guy didn't does. realize that it was like that Oh, dude, he's got to keep the demons at bay, bro. Apparently, when he wakes up, he says it a bunch of times. Oh, like, you know, like drum he roll. actually, I think the guy actually has a little OCD or something. I just think it's years of abuse from meth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then just like figured out a way to channel that in like the his, best uh, way he could. It's mm-hmm. like a, um, what do they call it? The, the, the Buddhist when they meditate. Meditating Meditation? No, when they, what they say, what they say. They have a mantra. Um, yeah, it's uh, his mantra. Speaking of, of Buddhism, you guys like drugs? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I don't do it, don't do it that much anymore because we have a kid and we have a lot of responsibility and a lot of work. But back in the day before we had a kid or any responsibility, we would, we would do drugs for sure. Top three drugs. MDMA. MDMA. Tramadol. What else? Those are kind of the only ones I really like. Yeah. You guys snort blow? No, I don't no. like cocaine. It always, I feel I like think I'm Ethan allergic. Is, I think he's actually allergic. He gets like, I have never seen that in my life. His nose gets so clogged, it sounds like he's going to die. <laughs> and like, it's like someone laid concrete in my nose. Yeah. It's yeah. fucked up. Yeah, it's not It's, not it's normal. just like, like nothing happens. Like, like, and it's Damn, like that bro. for like two weeks. It's crazy. <laughs> it's bizarre. Last time you, did a, you did a keep up. Oh, bro. Years, 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 I haven't done any drugs like that in years, 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 years. Yeah. What about like psychedelics? Have you guys had any journeys together? We did. Bad. We had, bad. We had bad, bad trips one? together. <laughs> well, there was. What's your worst one? Like we took, um, our friend had this like acid drops and and uh, our fr- all of our friends took it on, at different occasions, and they were all like, "Oh, it's super mellow. You guys should totally take it. Like, it's not that strong." Acid. Yeah. Um, and so the guy, our friend, was like, "Okay, I have the end of the bottle, so you guys should just split the end of it." And He's like, "It's like two hits or something." No way. He gave us a vial. What? So we took yeah. the vial. You guys are going to be fucked up no matter what. And we went, <laughs> like, squirt. Like, there was, you know, there was some, it was on the bottom. There was some liquid and we went, and just squirted it out evenly in two pieces of paper. Is it one Bumbo. hit, one drop? One droplet? Yeah, one one drop is a hit. 
So how, how many hits do you think you guys did in this? I really don't know. The, the, for what we went through, it had to be like it was like sixteen hours of just like pure, pure, just like every second. You're counting the seconds <laughs> of sixteen hours. I, if I had to guess, yeah. it was probably it felt like ten hits a piece or something. I mean, and we were like, it, we took it at night, and we were in, in a tiny apartment in Israel. The, the apartment was super cold. <laughs> we were, like we were broke, out. so like we weren't using a, a we heater didn't. or AC. Yeah. Yeah. So it was we we're freezing in this apartment, just the two of us, and it was already dark, like late. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, I I remember the biggest thing, like every second, I was like. Like I can't make sense of this last second. Like, what am I gonna do? Like, oh, we were like, we were gonna put a we song on. We were we unable to. Yeah, we were unable to talk. I remember trying to play like, uh, <laughs> it, you know, I was cooking and we had like these peach walls in the kitchen, and all of a sudden I saw the peach walls like start glowing, and I was like, I've taken too much. Like I already knew. <laughs> we knew immediately and when we took too much. Like it was so, it was so fractured reality that like yeah. time was fractured and. We couldn't communicate. We, we couldn't talk. even we like enjoy a song. We couldn't put it on yeah. music oh, and enjoy man. it. We couldn't, I, we couldn't listen to music. We couldn't watch anything. <laughs> were, you guys, I was, were you in physical contact or were you guys like sequestered? We were in the same room, but we weren't really. I feel like sometimes we were just like staring at each other. Like, oh my God. I'm just imagining <laughs> like surveillance footage. Like, I think you're right. I, I honestly blacked it out. It was such a, a horrible time. Yeah, yeah it was I horrible. think you're right. I fucking blacked out. I just remember trying to play a. Uh, uh, Skyrim. Uh, I was really loving Skyrim, and I think, and I think I was just riding through the wilderness on my horse for like three hours straight, and I never. I was that just amazing. No, it was awful. Yeah. No, I was. And at one point, Ethan was like, "Let's try to go outside," mm -hmm. and he was starting to put his shoes on, and I was like, "No we way! Like we shouldn't so go important. outside. There's no way we should go outside Thank like God this." We didn't. And I think we I didn't. Been arrested or killed or something. What was your first thought on the come down of this? Like, thank God. Yeah. I was I was actually surprised that I felt totally normal after. I even went like I went to back to school because I was going yeah, to I went back to work. I was going life. to college and like I had a normal day the next day. And I was working and I did too. And it was, but it was I was so relieved, you know, to come down. Yeah. And also like that the next day was relatively we were relatively fine. I was just so yeah. relieved. Bro. That's such a nice feeling. Yeah, like, from, like a psychedelic hellscape. Yeah, just, like, it just feels life. like, are we ever gonna make it back? Yeah, <laughs> because and then also like the fear with drugs like that is like I'm never gonna be the same again. Yeah, you know? yeah. And so it was just such a relief to be like, okay, coming down. No, yeah, for sure. And but everything's my, fine. My best friend when I was like 14, 15, and Leandre, he did too much acid, and he's still homeless in the streets in Seattle. So, really, yeah, I know yeah. firsthand like how hardcore it can be when you take too much. Mm. It can trigger your. I've never, I've never taken it before, but I got dosed at a music festival. Somebody did that to you? Somebody Man, dosed me that's so fucked while up. I was interviewing. It was crazy. What? Like, uh, I was interviewing some kid, and he just like gave me a handshake, and I could tell my hand was like a little bit wet. What? And I was like, "Fuck!" So I didn't, I didn't. At the time, I thought he was like a sweaty kid. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, the guy's got a fucking weird hand." Yeah. Maybe ninety minutes later, a long time. I'm like interviewing someone, and I'm like, I'm peeking on something. I know oh. it's not like exhaustion. I was like, oh my God. Like things started like fractalizing a little bit. Hmm. I was with this girl that I was dating at the time and I looked at her. I was like, don't freak out. But like, I'm on acid and like, I can't do acid. And she was like, well, what should we do? I was like, let's just take a walk. We walked like 10 miles, dude. And just like, I was just hyperventilating. I was like, I'm going to die. I'm never going to do the same. I'm yeah, going to forget my own name. Like, yeah. this is it for me. <laughs> she was like, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. 
And I was like, no, I'm not. I was like, like yelling at my own sober girlfriend, just like the worst vibe in a suit in the desert. Like imagine just stumbling yeah. upon yeah. that scene. Yeah. You know, but that being said, I've done, mu- I did mushrooms once as a young man, high school age, mm-hmm. probably 18 or 19. And that was one of my best drug experiences. Mm-hmm. So it's not a wholesale saying that it's like, I just, I personally don't like acid. Yeah. But a lot of people love it. So yeah, you know, so many people love it. I, my my advice to people taking drugs is like trust your intuition. You don't have to force yourself to do drugs you're nervous about, or you don't have to feel like oh I should be liking this, so I'm gonna keep trying it. It's like mm-hmm. you're gonna like certain stuff. You're not gonna like other stuff. Just trust your intuition and don't do don't force yourself to do the stuff that you think you should like. Yeah, you clearly don't like it. 